Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh. G'day, thanks again for getting our year-round carnival preview podcast of, well, Manicato Stakes as well as Cox Plate Day, Fence Cardi, the great uncertainty of racing. Oh, you've got to love it, don't you? <laughs> you just have we, to. We certainly, how come are you doing this study? How come you didn't predict it was going to be Lightning and uh, Race 11? <sighs> <laughs> Extraordinary. Here's the thing. So it's obviously good. we're going to deal with a wet track. Firstly, what's your mindset going into this meeting now? Well, the, the interesting thing is going over the numbers last night, that track was borderline fast, virtually three lengths above standard. So that, that, that no water, I love that. That just meant everything was going to be nice and quick. Yes. So this means, oh, you know, the rains come obviously came last night and then it's been, you know, raining all morning. I'm just sort of sitting here saying, I'll be surprised if it gets to heavy. That that ground's pretty firm underfoot. So but seven or eight ranges, basically, you thought. Oh, that's maximum. Yep. Maximum, cool. yep. All right, well, let's pick it up from the Manicato. It's a nice and simple question. Last When we spoke yesterday, you were very keen on Paul Lely. You said Bella Nipotina was going to run a huge race. Is there any change to your thinking under these circumstances? No, not really. No, no, I, I feel we're very much in the same frame of mind. In fact, I actually feel that they might even be better suited, particularly if you can get into those lanes. Oh, I'm sort of saying three to seven. It's going to be a big advantage. Oh, the only reservation I might have is because it's the last race, right? And let's just say that it does just keep raining. Well, you know, that track will chop out pretty badly. Then you definitely want to be real wide. Yeah, and I suppose when they threat, when they spread, what that means is the the best jockeys, and in this case we're talking about uh, two two stars. They they, they can uh, f- find ways through through the field. Yeah, and th- and there's going to be plenty of speed as well. That's there's there'll be no no there's going to be nowhere to hide. They're going to run and run hard regardless of the ground conditions, and this does set it up for those off pace runners. Of course, a horse like Paul Ailey, from my perspective, if if I'm out of bounds in terms of ground condition, it, it, it sort of does force me just from a business point of view to just watch. Yep. Because that's the horse I'm really keen. Now, Bella Nipotina, it's to me, is also in the same sort of frame for me. It's if, if it's like I'm thinking through my mind right now that we're going to be just maybe S6, that type of range, I'm still very positive. But if, if it turns out to be just an all-day rain thing, then I, I am going to be, uh, you know, I'm going to be disappointed because I feel it's a race where we can make money. Cox Plate, any change to your thoughts from yesterday? Your big animo, you said Gold Trip's likely to run well. By how much? As in margin? Yeah. <laughs> Animo's an outstanding wet tracker. <laughs> That's it. I don't know. There's there's a lot of push around that the other horse is very good. He will need to be. He will need to be phenomenal. Yep. Yeah, and needs to be. It needs to be something very special. 
Nice. Uh, I'll, I'll just touch on the other three races we covered before we uh, we look at anything else. So in race seven, uh, Berkeley Square is the dominant favourite um, from Pericles. There's been money for Pericles since we spoke yesterday. And uh, there's a couple you put on, put, uh, on, on the marker, and we touched on them in both Berardino and Jenny Jerome. Well, this is all about ground condition, Ralphie. It's it just going to get back down to where we're at. I didn't find any standout wet track profile runners. Everything was sort of reasonably even. Probably the negative might have been a horse like dashing, might have been the negative in terms of being, you know, poor profile. But the rest are all very similar. They can get through the ground, but then not, uh, you know, tremendously advantaged or disadvantaged. So lane bias will be huge. Berkeley Square, Golden Run. Mooney Valley Cup, well, we know these horses. We know them on uh, soft or, or heavy ground, so you've got some clarity there. Uh, you said it was going to be borderline high, your opinion. Well, I want it to be high, but because we're uh, – Luna Flair, for me, I, I prefer it not when it's real wet. Yep. And I just – I actually thought this was that was borderline standout. This not being the case – late in the day can't sort of forecast right now exactly how it's going to play out so francesco guardi does come into the race the amazonian doesn't have a really strong profile on the wet ground but it's not to say that it's not going to be able to handle it and it's going to be hard for anything else personally so you'd probably have to lean a little bit more to francesco if this track turns into something a lot worse than what i'm currently predicting or forecasting yeah, sure. Uh, the last race, Roots' favourite from Cyrileo Miss and Agreeable. You uh, said Agreeable's likely to run well. Drawn low, so that's probably uh, a factor that to take into account by the last race. Or, or, um, sorry, the second last race yeah. now. So my challenge with Roots is I feel that it profiles superbly. Downside is the ground conditions for the horse. Cyrileo Miss is just sensational and got proven uh, wet track profile. WTI sits rock solid eight. Agreeable. I really can't fault that as well on the ground, particularly if we stay S5, S6. It's got a solid figure around 5.6. If we end up heavy, Ralphie, then, you know, I end up, you know, watching from a long distance. Should also ask you about my whisper back back to the Melbourne way of going. Another horse that from a wet track profile is very good. Has to find a couple of lengths. Not saying that it can't. As we know, Wet grounds do bring the fields closer together, but at the moment it'll be a watch runner only for me. I just want to put on the table because it's twenty one dollars for our listeners. Steinem second to Colette last year on wet ground Caulfield Cup day. Uh, mentally wasn't right first up at Caulfield. Uh, sorry at Flemington when it played up before they jumped and they elected to let it run. Uh, just if it brings its A game, is it in the race? Yeah, for sure, Ralph. It's got a. a when we look at this distance, got a rock solid 1.5. So if we can find that profile from a few preps back, why not? Wet track point of view, rock solid, going to be able to handle anything that's uh, S5 to S6 for sure, maybe even S7. It's got a current WTI plus six. So, yeah, I wouldn't be uh, putting in the bin if you liked it. All right. Well, that's the update from where we were yesterday. Let's go to race two. Top of the program here. <laughs> There's some fast horses here, Vince. Uh, who can handle the ground? Who can't? Esther LaRocca loves Mooney Valley. Elon Command also loves Mooney Valley, but um, maybe not as good on the wet. Scissor Step had a good uh, try, uh, jump out leading into this first up. On what's exposed at the moment, Wolflands and Esther LaRocca have the, the, the stronger wet track profile on current ground conditions. So they're the runners that would have to have a definite edge in terms of 
probably picking up, I would say, at least the length. Scissor Step, I really like the profile of this horse as well, but it, it just doesn't have a solid WTI. I, I know it's going to get the fir- first use of the ground or the second use of the ground. That may help it, but that, I've sort of gone a little bit cold on that because of that reason. Well, you mentioned Wolf Ants at sixteen dollars there, so there's a, there's one if uh, if you're having a bit of a play at uh, at, at wider odds there. Race three on the program here, you got Sweet Sweet Ride. Uh, it's got some in secret and best of Bordeaux form and uh, Chalade, who obviously was uh, was good last start. How are you uh, how are you assessing these? Sorry, in Great Barrier Reef, I should include yeah, as well. Oh, it's just a good race if you haven't had any food, go and get some. <laughs> uh, but of course, it's going to be a contest. Yep. And, and it's going to be a competitive one because they're so close together, Ralphie. There's at least five horses that are very capable of winning this race because the hurdle rate's like half length below benchmark. And I feel that Sweet Ride, if it can handle the ground, Ralphie's got to be considered. Uh, number one, uh, how do you pronounce that, Ralphie? Yeah, Sajardin. Yeah, Sajardin profiles really well as well, but can it handle the wet ground? And this is the problem that I have, right? Six yeah. and seven, similar. Probably a slight edge to the six. So the challenge for me is this. We're talking about putting money down. You, you need to have, you know, some really robust understanding about can you or can't you? Because if you're just going to gamble or just, you know, have a flutter, well, you know, I'm, I'm the wrong person to speak to. <laughs> nice. Race four in the program here. The market's sort of saying it's a two-horse race. Greece was, uh, well, she was the word. There we go. Boom, jing. At, uh, at uh, Geelong first up, a very, very impressive uh, winner. Willinger Beast has got rock-hard fitness on its side too. How are you lining these up? Well, Willinger Beast is definitely going to handle some giving the ground. Yep. That's a definite plus. Greece has got a sensational potential in terms of its profile, but no exposure on wet ground. So how do you know? Horse could go dramatically backwards or be a big leaper. You just don't know, right? Well, they scratched so, it from Caulfield midweek, and that was when the track really hit that deluge. So if the track's wetter than expected, uh, I heard uh, uh, Dave Deuces, I think it was this morning on RSN, said they might take it out. Well, that'd be smart because then we might be able to save it to make some money on another day. <laughs> right. Uh, being a bit selfish, yep. but that's the way I see it. Uh, any any other wet trackers that we should mention here from uh, – well, uh, Probably Sweetened, horses. number 15. Yeah, Sweetened, yep, $14. There you go. Um, race five, the, again, the Phillies Classic. We've got a lot of, lot, lot of lightly raced horses in at this type of meeting here. Uh, the favourite for the race, though, do it last. It was fast at Flemington last start on that good ground. Well, this is it. All horses are below benchmark. The profile only needs to be two lengths below benchmark to, to get on the podium, and there's a, there's a nice half a dozen horses that can do it. Problem is, with the current favourite, is can you handle the wet ground? Your current WTI is at 1.9. Now, I, I, young horses, strange enough, sometimes if they're racing on wet ground, they can evolve and improve, and some obviously just don't. So I'm not sure. Maybe this horse can improve. It's possible, but how do you back it with confidence? What did you see from Climbing Star at uh, Cranbourne? It was well-backed and it was fast late. I feel this is a big leaper, but zero profile on wet ground. The Crystal Mile to finish off with in race six, or in this case, again, like the Mooney Valley Cup, we know these horses, so that's that's at least a start. But, uh, oh, gee, it's tricky. What is there, eight runners? And um, you'd probably say that, uh, that six of them are genuine chances. Yes, for sure. <sighs> Absolutely for sure about that one, Ralphie. Yeah, I probably was inclined to almost upgrade this race for Moira. I'm just kept coming back to call sign, Mav. I had another good look at it. 
it can handle some give in the ground as well, Ralph. You're just hoping that it doesn't get too bad condition-wise. But I, I just feel like that just miles over. And, and now the fact that it's just such a tight field, you, you can't help there's going to be speed. It really does suit these uh, what I would consider stalker midfield runners. And they're like a massive chance of getting into the lanes. And if Jamie Mott's like on the ball and really focused because he's you know wants to win, this would be a great race. And the other one, uh, my O'Brien, the one that's come in from overseas, this has got a pretty solid profile as well, Rafi. I marked it rock solid when going through you know the timing of this horse, one point eight above, and the possibility of more in the future. So that's another horse that I'm really keen to see out steps out. But that's where I'm at. All right, terrific. Well, we know the, the main play today, though. We're, we're, we're barracking for the Blue Jackets in the group ones, aren't we? Oh, uh, look, they rarely let you down. And, and you know, I, I feel for myself that this is probably the golden time to get it because I'm not sure where they're going to go after this week. Well, win, lose or draw, uh, we'll review it all on Monday. In the meantime, really appreciate you being a customer of Year Round Carnival.